0: Welcome back. Welcome back. One catastrophe at a time. One
1: catastrophe at a cut Yep. <laughs> that <laughs> catastrophe at a time. See, there's another catastrophe.
0: So I'm Marley and this is Mike. Hey. We have been married for almost twenty years. Yep. Almost. We shared that in our first podcast. A little bit about a little bit about our dating life, our first year of marriage. And it was funny even thinking about
1: that. Yeah. And now we're going to jump forward year to year. see we got married in 2003, mm-hmm. December 5th, 2003. And we uh, see that the, the Great Recession started in around 08. So right before that, um, in 07, we got pregnant. Before that, you got and pregnant the first time. We had a miscarriage. 2005. I think it was around 2005, yeah.
0: Which was terrible.
1: Horrible, horrible. And for anyone that's been through that, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it is just brutal, and I hate for anyone to go through that. And it's
0: It really, it really was something I didn't feel like I could come back from. Initially. And
1: you thought it was your fault.
0: Yeah, I really did.
1: And it obviously wasn't. I was very naive. At she the was time. RH negative. Yeah. So there's literally nothing she could have done. Um, And, of course, nobody blamed her.
0: No, it was just how...
1: You just felt that internally. You felt that. Yeah. It was hard. So it
0: took some time. But we found out we were pregnant right as we were looking at adoption agencies.
1: Yeah, because we weren't getting pregnant.
0: I'll never forget that. I don't know. I think I was really stressed out because, you know, the doctor said, Do you have to wait a year or something, which we did. And then um, it just wasn't happening. I felt like it was my fault. We're never going to have our own kids. <laughs> we're going to adopt. You know, all of what span, span of what, three months? I was just going like crazy right. in my mind. Right. Then we found
1: out we were pregnant with um, a daughter who's now 15. Yep. And so she's pregnant in 2007, mm-hmm. and we made a princess room, and it was yeah. gorgeous. And then everything started collapsing in 'oh eight. the yeah. stock markets. I remember watching the stock market crash on TV, yeah. on the news, and it was like, what is going on? And people always said to us for a couple last couple years when we were building, That, oh, this bubble is going to pop. It's going to pop. We're like, get out of here. Yeah. And we kept building and building and building. And um, in that time, we started our own company. Mm -hmm. And we were building houses. And we were building, I think, seven houses. Well, six houses plus the one we lived in already. And so that was super fun when everything fell apart. And we ran out of money and the houses were worth less than the mortgages were on cuz we got construction loans right so that was no fun yeah and were
0: you realizing that we this would be our last month of paying off, paying everything and mm-hmm. we were going to be out of money completely and i was pregnant and that was traumatizing
1: yeah so we had the baby um well when she was pregnant mm-hmm. we had the some I don't know what, what it was—blood work or what—came yeah. back and said that there's a high probability that your child has Down syndrome,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we're like, oh, great, you know. And they're like, would you like an abortion? And we're like, yeah. No, we're gonna keep the baby no matter what.
0: But it was scary,
1: and she did not end up having.
0: Tell that story Down about the hospital because I had had, I had had, um, like, I've been induced because my blood pressure was high at the time. And during that process, the baby wouldn't drop and we, nobody knew why we couldn't figure out why. So I think it was like 50 hours total of being induced and labor and all of it. And just, it was horrible. You had
1: epidural, but there was a window. So you were in like excruciating pain, just crying. And it was,
0: and the nurse wouldn't believe me. Oh, the nurse was such a jerk.
1: And they were like, I was like, I'd go back out there all the time. Like, Hey, we need to do something for her. Oh, just go in there and go, go lay down and get some rest. Like, how am I supposed to do that? My wife's over here dying. (laughs) In pain, and I'm supposed to just go take a nap. Yeah, you know? very heartless woman. But and she then had the AC went out in the hospital. She had in been Florida. doing
0: that for 30 years, so she knew better than everybody. Right, right. Which was like she
1: mm, knows your body better than that's you interesting. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the AC and was see. out in, in your room, and it was she would burn it up. So I went to the store, got a fan, plug it in to blow on you. It
0: was it was crazy. It was crazy.
1: <laughs> so then they're like, so then the doctors like finally they're like, well, she's not dropping, you're not dilating, so we're gonna. We're going to do a Mm C-section, and um, what a painful process that is for you.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, It was painful watching it. I
0: was so out of it, though, by that time, because I had had so much um, magnesium and all kinds of stuff, and I was just kind of on another planet at that point.
1: I remember the doctor cutting cutting you open and pulling Emma out, and... Well, right before he did, he's like, oh, that's the problem. The cord, the umbilical cord is wrapped around her, not dangerously. She just couldn't get down. Yeah. Because
0: her oxygen never dropped. Right. She was perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. And then you wanted to know.
1: So then I asked the nurse, because I had never, (laughs) ever seen a newborn baby before. And uh, especially like that new. Right. And so I was like, I said to the nurse, I said, does she have Down syndrome? And she, (laughs) she looks at me like, what? And she looks at the baby. She looks back at me. She goes, "No." I'm like, "I'm an idiot." And so I I'm wish like, you
0: would have a recording of that. would right? it be priceless now."
1: Yeah. No. No. Like, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm really happy she doesn't. Like
0: we've been dealing with this like anxiety for months,
1: thinking that we're gonna have to deal with a an child that was gonna be disabled for the rest of their life. Right. You know, and and uh,
0: she's like, "This guy's an idiot." Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had no idea. So, oh. but she was born healthy. Uh, yeah. And we, we were still building some. Then we mm-hmm. actually reduced our houses to uh, really small houses. Mm-hmm. We started building like really small $99,000 houses. Um, you can't get a $99,000 house now, mm-hmm. but um, it was
0: cute. I mean, it was tiny and bare bones, but the floor plan was, was good. We did a really good job yeah. on that house to accommodate a family. Yep. I remember feeling very proud of that when the first one sold it yeah was just like,
1: it was really cool
0: we did this and then we also built in areas that other builders wouldn't build in
1: right we um, would tear down houses mm-hmm. and put up a nice house
0: especially the ones that had been sitting vacant for such a long time and they were just yeah
1: drug addicts or something like that would go in there so tearing that down get the eyesore out of there and um
0: help that community a mm, little bit so that, that was cool that was kind of a cool mission that we were on at the time
1: yeah and then um things deteriorated mm. and the houses weren't selling and we were paying payments on them cause we had construction loans. And so I went and got a job at the subway yeah. and cause a friend of ours was the manager there. So I knew I could get a job there and then I had worked there maybe a couple months and we sold three houses in one week and we made like $60,000. <laughs> we're
0: like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're just going to go do this again. And I still, I was at home with Emma cause she was little, little newborn. And I remember going to help you clean up Subway yeah. at night so you could get yeah. home before like 2 in the morning or something.
1: Yeah. And then so yeah. we didn't want our kids to be spaced too far apart, so then we, we got pregnant again. Uh, so they're 26 months apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got pregnant again, and then the economy got worse and worse <laughs> and worse. Much worse. And so... <laughs> Much worse. Yeah. And
0: we were sinking every penny we had back into the company because that's what all the local builders or right people who had been in the industry for a long time said this is a
1: temporary fluke. Yeah. You know, this is all it is. Temporary. Just keep It'll investing pass.
0: your money in there and even the people that we felt like we really had to get quote unquote permission from were telling us the same thing. Right. Like just keep putting your money in, you're gonna be fine. It'll
1: come back. It'll come back. A
0: bunch of liars and they had no idea.
1: Yeah, they had no clue what was happening. And so we ran out of money. We st- couldn't pay our bills mm-hmm. and we would our power would get turned off every single month mm-hmm. and i I found a job working at mcdonald's i got fired from that <laughs> uh, i got then i got a job working at a pizza place i was working at a sushi place and i was selling avon sushi. yep you're mm-hmm. trying to sell avon yep. and it was rough and then On, um, we lost all our houses Mm -hmm. and the first one that the bank took was ours that we lived in.
0: I'll never forget that. We, I think you had even called and asked them to please not take this one first, take the other ones first. Yeah. And they said, no.
1: Yeah. And they were going under. Mm -hmm. So that bank went under. And when we saw all those empty buildings and those signs down, that was, we liked that. It was
0: very gratifying Yeah, because they, I think it was the bank had been bought out or something like that. And then they went under and it was like. Even your bailout didn't work out. Yeah, the one you're not giving to us because you cut off our construction loans.
1: And uh, there was supposedly Obama was helping out people, um, would help out people with their loans, and you could pause your mortgage and all this stuff. And yeah. we called banks, and we they would nobody would do anything for us.
0: We had been really good customers. Oh uh, yeah, just nothing. We
1: had a six hundred thousand dollar credit line, mm-hmm. and they cut that off, and that was before we even stopped paying bills. You know, and so
0: I was pregnant with Jensen. And we had a you had a friend of your dad's who you had worked for as a kid. I had worked for as a kid. She's one of our investors. I think I'd cleaned her house several times. And her mom had passed. She had this old house that was pretty much a hoarder's house. It was. It was a hoarder's house,
1: just like the show. I mean, like mail piled in the dining room to the ceiling.
0: Probably fifty actual fur coats.
1: Yeah. She was very wealthy, but it was a tiny little piece of junk house, two bedroom, Mm -hmm. one one bath, bath, one car garage. Mm
0: -hmm. Remember the roaches that were in the sink in the kitchen?
1: It was, it was a literal hoarder's house. I mean, the garage was packed full. And so the, she said, if you guys clean it out, fix it up, I'll, um, I'll put your hours, $15 an hour towards Mm -hmm. your rent. And so we did that and you were Mm -hmm. seven months pregnant with Jensen cleaning cleaning out a horse house with me and, uh,
0: my mom and I were there one day. My mom was helping me clean and get rid of stuff and I was so exhausted and I remember thinking that I hadn't felt Jensen move all day and it scared me so bad because it was so traumatizing with Emma, with her birth and all that. Right. And at the time I didn't, I didn't have any kind of mental, like mental health awareness. I hadn't learned anything. Everything was more like the religious background of relying on God and that kind of thing. So I hadn't gotten help for the, the stuff I dealt with, with Emma's birth. So it was, a, it was a very, very scary pregnancy to me, even though it went fine and I had no issues. I had no blood sugar, I had no hype issues. I had no hypertension issues. And I remember laying that day that I couldn't feel him move. I went and laid in our car for about 10 minutes, set the alarm. And then I felt him kick. And then it was fine. I was like, okay, now I can get back to work in the order cells.
1: <laughs> we had both of our cars repossessed. We did. We bought a $1,500 Jeep Grand, Grand Cherokee, Cherokee 1994, the 250,000 miles on it.
0: And you're teasing me because in 1994, that was my dream car.
1: Right. So I got I her, her dream car. I loved that car. I mean, and it makes like, sense, I right? I
0: got you my dream. Got I got your her, dream
1: car. her dream car. Yeah. But like 15 years later, <laughs> I got her that particular dream car.
0: It's so, what you did. Uh,
1: I mean, keep your promises, huh? You're welcome. Heck yeah. I have my dream car. Yeah. And so um, we knew it was going to get was getting closer and closer to us getting kicked out of our house that we'd built. And we'd lived there, yeah. I think, six years and some change. And
0: that was uh, making me feel emotional tonight.
1: On Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> uh, yes.
1: Was the last day. And we moved on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day.
0: And your parents had helped us paint that house the
1: hoarder's house they did yeah because yep. i
0: couldn't deal i couldn't
1: the fumes pans. yeah
0: oh my gosh moving on valentine's day i remember just crying like this is this has got to be the worst
1: we would already sold so much of our stuff yeah to keep living mm-hmm. i didn't think we had a sofa when we moved in there no nope. our tv we had our bedroom wait
0: we did have a sofa we what? had that yeah. An L-shaped one. Yeah, I remember that. Something like that. Oh, my God, that house was so tiny.
1: Yeah. so I But I was waiting tables, and then at that time, I found a job at a church as a maintenance person yeah. for $12 an hour. And I went to the Army recruiter, and I was like, what do they pay? And they're like, we pay this. You can serve. I did a three-and-a-half-year contract, and so we decided more me than you. I was going
0: to say, I don't think I was in the decision making <laughs>
1: at all. I was gonna supply for my family no matter what it recorded. took. No matter what it took, I was going to do mad. it. I was mad. I was upset with you. Yeah. And you were pregnant.
0: And I felt like you were short-sighted.
1: And maybe I was. Maybe. But I was going to do it. And I had always wanted to serve my country. And this just presented itself in a mm-hmm. different way. Mm-hmm. Especially after 9-11, I almost joined and then I didn't. Yeah. But we, we decided... We we decided, decided that I would leave right after Jensen was born,
0: oh, our that son. Was, that was a great idea.
1: And so he was born on April eighth,
0: mm-hmm. and two thousand
1: ten. C section again, mm-hmm. and I left April fourteenth to go to the army.
0: Which was it was awesome. It was just good times.
1: Yeah, and so we had lost everything. So the day before I left, I had done a um, closed in someone's porch. And I took that money and found a bankruptcy attorney and paid yeah. them off the day before I left for the Army to file bankruptcy to take care of that giant mess. It was like $1.3 million 20 years ago that we owed ago, yeah. with all the houses and everything. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't talk to each other because we weren't allowed we to. We weren't
0: allowed to because, to, the, because Army, of the Army. Because of training. Basic training
1: yeah. for five weeks. And the first time we talked to each other, she had to go to bankruptcy court with a newborn.
0: Yeah, with Jensen. And <laughs> to see this lawyer I'd never met.
1: And I was and I was called to JAG. Mm. So our first time talking to each other is I'm on the phone at Jag. She's in court in five weeks. And we're like, Hi babe and she's in front of a lawyer and a judge. Trying
0: not to just bawl my eyes out, trying to keep it together. It was hard. Holding this little tiny baby, sitting by people I have no idea who they were and God, it
1: just, yeah, it was just, it was bad. It was but really I got hurting. to hear your
0: voice. I remember feeling like that relief. And if if you're out there watching this and you are hearing this and you've been through that, whatever uh, military branch. And they have that pause of, sometimes it can be much longer. Um, basic training was that way for Mike. And it was just, I, we wrote letters. I yeah. remember like holding on to my sanity with letters. I wrote her a
1: letter every day
0: because I had a a babe, newborn baby and then a two-year-old. Yeah, I was going to go insane.
1: Yeah, so I wrote your letter every day, but and they I wouldn't mail them you. out every day. I'd put them in the mailbox every day.
0: Yeah, there was so much psychological stuff that they were doing Yeah, with you, so know. they'd
1: mail them out like every three to five days.
0: And I wrote you every day, and then they wouldn't give you the letters right. they sent. Like your wife's cheating on you at home and all that kind of stuff they'd tell you. Yeah, me.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But no, your wife's trying to keep it together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, my son is blonde.
0: Yeah.
1: No No one has blonde hair in our family. He was born. Even though she looks blonde right now.
0: You like to tell that stupid joke about the mailman, but the mailman was a female.
1: That's (laughs) even weirder. So it
0: never works out.
1: It's even weirder.
0: (laughs) You're so strange. Yeah, so. well, we got through that. I remember seeing you when we came for graduation. Your parents came. I think your sister and I rented a car because our Jeep Cherokee was—I didn't feel it was reliable for the 14-hour drive or whatever it was.
1: Well, later on, when the door fell off, it was... the
0: door completely fell off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're traveling with with Jensen and Emma. They were teeny tiny, and they did great. I mean, they—they they have always been really good travelers yeah but seeing you on that day was just oh my gosh it was everything I could do to just not like fall on a heap and and I think we got to
1: spend three days together Mm -hmm. because I drove and then you had to drop me off for the next train
0: yeah so we drove from um, Fort Jackson which is in South South Carolina Carolina, yeah. and then you and I and Emma and Jensen drove up to Maryland and then we dropped you off
1: on July 4th well we got to spend July 4th together
0: and we watched Toy Story 3 right
1: on that day yeah. on July 4th yeah
0: yeah, I remember how traumatizing that felt like. uh, this yeah. is all about fire.
1: Yeah, the Emma toys like, are gonna like they're like, gonna
0: burn or whatever. She's two she years was old saying. watching it.
1: We're like, this is not appropriate. This is
0: not appropriate,
1: but she wants that movie. Yeah,
0: so that that was that was scary. Fourteen hour car drive back with the kids, and you had gone on to your next next training, and then. Um,
1: but I was allowed to call you. I had my cell phone then. Yes,
0: we did have a little more communication. So we were
1: allowed to call, but I wasn't allowed to come home.
0: No, and I flew up and saw you. You came down and saw us on a weekend or two. Went to um, the Halloween, Mickey's not so scary, Halloween party with the kids, when they were super tiny. Um, We made the most of it. We really did. Yeah,
1: and then there were two places we didn't want to move to. (laughs) From Florida. From Florida, in the military. We didn't want to get stationed at. Mm -hmm. was Korea Mm -hmm. and Texas.
0: And they told us that we probably would get to...
1: And they choose. said... Well, and then they told us... I, we uh, it's like seven, It was a class of nine of us. Mm-hmm. Seven guys went to Germany. And two of us didn't know where we were going yet. Yeah. And, they, we, and go, we were really I go, hoping
0: for Fort Carson. We, were we ho- really co- wanted to move to Colorado yeah. at that time.
1: And so I go to the sergeant. And he's like, I didn't tell him that we were hoping to go to Colorado. Yeah. I said, um, where, where do you think... Where are we going? He said, I think I saw you guys are going to Fort Carson. And I told her, I'm like, "What do you think we work car
0: time? We're freaking out, happy, freaking out,
1: yeah. And then uh it was forhood.
0: Hood. yeah, he lied. We moved to Texas.
1: <laughs> so we drove in our <laughs> oh,
0: well, wait. Oh, wait, I gotta tell the story first. I remember you telling me you had researched the city of Colleen. If you've lived there, you know it's bad. Um, but I remember you had researched it and you're like, babe, it's just like Altamont Springs. Now look up Altamont Springs, Florida. If you've never seen it, it's nice. It's beautiful. It's a nice area. Mike and I had gone there dating, you know, we really liked the area. It's like, oh, well, are you sure? Because it's Texas and I'm, I pretty much so like, there's going to be, um,
1: tumbleweeds tumbleweeds there. there
0: and like the first day we were there
1: tumbleweed when goes across, across our car the road. yeah <laughs>
0: i'm like oh man
1: everything was like dirt brown dirt brown the, all the buildings were brown
0: it's everything was
1: brown it was crazy all the grass was dead
0: because mm-hmm. we moved there in what december
1: yeah it was yeah. like we spent our anniversary in a hotel there on base yes that's yeah. right yeah our sixth or seventh yeah I
0: 2010 so it'd be six, seventh. Seventh? it be our seventh our seventh okay um wow forgot about that. So, uh, one of the things that was really funny too, as I don't remember, was it your recruiter who told you that the job you had
1: doesn't deploy anymore?
0: anymore? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so we get to Fort hood. I (laughs) like two days in, I go to this meeting for first cavalry division and they're like, there's, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred of us in there. And they invited you, all the families, to come.
0: It was like a Christmas holiday thing or something. Yeah. you go around to the different tables yep. or whatever. And the
1: Sergeant Major like calms everybody down and has a glass of like scotch in his hand. And he's like, all right, boys.
0: <laughs>
1: we're going to Iraq.
0: It was something out of a she movie. She walked out of the building. I was got so Got the car and left me there. Mad. I wanted to throat punch him. I've never done that. But I really, like, picture Melissa McCarthy, throat-punching. Was it Jason Jason Bateman in um, Identity Thief, the movie? Go watch the video. Go watch a video of it. That's what I wanted to do to you. I was so angry. But it was misplaced because I knew Mike couldn't help it. Right. But then I was still kind of back in that moment of, why did you join in the first place? You know, because I had so much going on hormonally having had just had a baby and all this stuff going on, but I wanted to postpartum
1: you. going on and it was horrible. Yeah.
0: And then he did, he left.
1: Yeah. And you moved back to Florida.
0: It's a whole other story that I don't even think about it. Well, no, we
1: got, let's see, we got there in December mm-hmm. and then they told us that like the,
0: like the week of, because yeah. we hadn't even found our and house. And then
1: yet. we found a duplex mm-hmm. and then they're like, Oh, by the way, you're leaving for the whole month of January to go to training yeah. in another state. <laughs> So then we did, I left for that Uh and then got orders for a year to go to Iraq. So we're like, well, if we're going to be gone for a year, you're going to need help with the kids. So we packed up everything and moved her back to Florida.
0: Yes. And your parents came and graciously helped us move back. But my mom was the one who talked us into, talked me into moving back to Florida because we're going to be able to support you and you have the little babies. And (laughs) that turned out not to be the case. I mean, it was just different than. I had anticipated. there's a lot of stuff that went down, but um, so I probably shouldn't have moved.
1: No, and then my, then uh, thankfully they they ended the war. Yes, and I came home six months early. Yeah, it and was like
0: things were escalating over there because the troops were withdrawing. And I remember one time you were on the phone and Mike had called from Iraq, and the phone line went dead. Well, I heard this ex- mass explosion. That and then the it like went dead and I, you know, I don't know. I was panicked. I remember standing out in front of your parents' house and your dad came out and said, are you okay? I said, I don't know if Mike calls me back. I'm going to be fine. You know, I'm going to be fine. But, and you called me back probably an hour later. Cause you had gone in the bunker thing and then came back and everything was fine. And when
1: people die over there, they, they cut all the communication off so that you can't, accidentally tell their family before the military came right so that would happen a lot
0: which i understand but that day it was terrifying and then when you when your crew or whatever you call them went to drove they drove to kuwait that was scary because it was a few days of no contact and it was like oh my gosh the bombings were increasing because everyone was leaving and oh it was was really scary
1: yeah they were cutting the holes in the fence of the base and Mm -hmm. yeah it was crazy We'd have to walk around like ready to fire (laughs) people on our own base. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Because
1: they were, they were stealing cars. They were, it was nuts.
0: Well, I think that some of the misconception of that time was Obama brought everyone back and everything was just peaches and cream. And it was so easy to come back when I know that wasn't your experience.
1: Well, now that we still have troops there, I mean, which is crazy. Yeah, I've been back for
0: twelve years we said?
1: Ele- uh yeah, I came back in two thousand eleven. So twelve, yeah, 12 years. years. I came back twelve years ago and we still have troops there now. So Yeah. It's insane.
0: So we were we were very glad that his deployment was cut short. It was a relief.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then I did not re enlist.
0: No, you didn't. Because <laughs> they were going right to Afghanistan after that.
1: Yeah, they were going right to Afghanistan. Eighteen mm-hmm. months a day later, they were going to yeah. Afghanistan. And they're like, Sergeant Parks, you're going to Afghanistan. I was like, Roger. And then later on, my first sergeant's like, hey, you haven't reenlisted yet. Like, I know. Yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. What? Then you can't go to Afghanistan. Like, yeah, that's great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, he wanted to know his kids, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, and
0: that was kind of a difficult um, transition with all of that, which we can talk about in another episode. But that's kind of a, several major catastrophes all in a row, all along the span of what Two years?
1: Three years? Yeah, that all happened. Two like years. It's the same time. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was intense. It was. I was gone for the first 13 months of, of the first 18 months that Jensen was alive. 13 out
0: of 18 of Jensen's yeah.
1: first 18 months, yeah. So that was, I mean, I didn't even know how to really interact with him. I remember. And my brain was so washed at that time mm-hmm. by Army stuff mm-hmm. that it was just.
0: It's a great day to be in the Army.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Great Place. The Great Place, Fort Fort Hood. Hood. If you
0: have been to Fort Hood, you need to message us because, yeah. It's not The Great Place. We were all there. I don't know why they
1: called it The Great Place. Make it sound better? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't help. No, it didn't help at all. But anyways, that's the end of this podcast.
0: Yeah, we're going to wrap it up here. One
1: catastrophe at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm Mike.
0: And I'm Marley. Thanks for watching.
1: See you next time. Bye. Bye.